Welcome to another week of Living a Rich Life. I am your host, Rich James, and welcome to this edition, the Thanksgiving edition of Living a Rich Life. Today in Rich Life recent events, not too much going on other than to say I recently had my one year or end of the year event at the garage. It was a, a marvelous event, and I want to thank all of my wonderful guests, but more importantly, I want to thank um, those amazing people because they're not just wonderful guests. They were amazing people. Um, and also shouts out to my guy, Monty, producer. I call him the magician. Thank you for a wonderful year and look forward to 2021. Just bigger and better things on Living a Rich Life Network. Um, also, I think we now have uh, a president. I think uh, Trump decided to give it up and uh, just keep it moving. So that's that's good. That's good to hear. So we'll see what Biden and Harris has to do uh, when they get in there. So let's get this thing started, because as you know, living a rich life, we're all about six principles. And those six principles are good health, strong relationships, financial freedom, goals and achievement, extraordinary experiences and philanthropy. And here today to help us talk about those things. Uh, we have an amazing an individual, um, and I think this individual is 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 probably you know I recently met her. Um, she is the executive producer of the Poetry Party. Um, she is a woman's activist, and we'll talk about that. Um, she is a, a loctician, and she is a creator. And a creator her hashtag is the Pride of the Lioness. I love all those names. It sounds furious, and, and at the same time, it sounds sexy. Thank so without further ado, please welcome the talented, motivational poet, Keish the Lioness. Hey, thank you for having me. That was such a great intro. It's never, oh. been, never been that great, I don't think. I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. First and foremost, you look lovely. Thank you. You know, I'm getting ready for the poetry party, so, you know... Absolutely, because you know sometimes you know when with COVID and everything else, folks uh, kind of just let let themselves go. I might be one of those folks. <laughs> Listen, I have my days. I have my days. <laughs> I, I can dig it. So let's let's get right into it. First and foremost, Keish, tell us where you're from and how did you um, how did the birth of the poetry party come to be? Wow, that's a huge gap in time. So where I'm from. All right. Originally, I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota, um, but I did grow up in Baltimore. I moved to Baltimore when I was about seven years old and grew up West Side Park Heights. Um, and, you know, fast forward, you know, 30 years <laughs> and um, here I am curating the poetry party, which is amazing. So how did it come to be? Um, I've been hosting events in Baltimore for a few years. Um just kind of low key, different spots, trying to find my niche. And um, I stumbled across an opportunity um, and that for, to, to, to host the poetry party or create, I'd say the poetry party. And um, we, were, we were hosting at Noir for some time um, for about eight months and then COVID hit. And, you know, we had the long story short, we're here now and we're grateful because um, We've expanded, we've grown through COVID, which was crazy, and we're bigger than we've ever been before. Um, much safer, but bigger than we've ever been before. Right. Okay, nice, nice. And and I got to say, I didn't know about the Poetry Party 
until you, um, you know, you after, you know after COVID, right? So you right. said you had Noir, and and it's it's ironic because again, I, I do know uh, the owner there, and he was also a guest on my show. Um, okay. And for me not to know that, that's uh, that's really um, ironic. Yeah. But I, yeah. I will say I came and I saw, and I definitely liked what what I was watching and what I seen. Thank you. So what what's your greatest inspiration behind your whole mission to showcase Baltimore talent? And, you know, so tell us about that. Uh, my greatest inspiration, I think, is probably being an underdog. Like, um, I've been writing poetry and poetry has been a part of my life personally for, you know, forever. But coming into the art scene, I um, and just kind of going to different spaces, different platforms. I, I saw that it was there, but I saw what I thought was missing. So my biggest inspiration was giving people who didn't have clout, who didn't have a bunch of followers, who didn't have a bunch of you know, just all the stuff, a, a platform and a space to kind of speak their truth. And that has what really has what's grown the Poetry Party and set it aside. It's like when you come here, it, it's an equal playing field. Like everyone gets an opportunity, the same fair opportunity. And um, watching people like get up there like this is my first time ever performing or watching people grow coming back week after week. I think that's my biggest motivation because it, it makes you feel like I too can do this. Like I don't have to be famous or I don't have to have a bunch of followers or have to dress this way or expose myself this way. Like I can go to a poetry party and I can get my music played or I can get a chance to perform, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And, and the one thing I did notice is not just poetry, but you have singers Mm -hmm. um, you have uh, a lot of different things in terms of creative arts. Is that that's yes. probably right? Creative arts. Yes. So I, I think that was the wonderful thing that I like. Now you also, you know, you, you perform yourself. So you, you do know here, we're going to ask you probably to give us a little something. That's some I, I'm always ready. I got a little something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's good. But before you even get to that, so do you have a favorite topic of discussion um, you like to speak on when you're performing your art? Um, so, yes, I think my favorite topic is healing. Um, I've always kind of used my poetry personally for healing. More so recently in the last couple of years, I've challenged myself with writing prompts and um, just different things. But I really love the idea of like using your voice and being able to like write something down and heal from it. So my favorite topic is whatever I'm going through and how I'm going to get through it. Like, that's my favorite topic. Okay, okay. Now, we, we so again, I, I'm very intrigued about the poetry party. Um, I'm no poet, but mm -hmm. you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm so terrible. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about some of your other, other ventures that you also engage. So, okay. one, your hair looks lovely. So, Thank locked you. by a lioness. Yes, that's right? me. Tell, tell us, tell us about that. So I have, I started my first set of locks like 12 years ago and I've been maintenancing locks on the low since then. But, um, more so recently, uh, I've been kind of just in, indulging in it. Um, about two years ago, I started a product line, um, which is an all natural locking gel. So it's like the ability to, to lock your hair, but all the ingredients are natural. So when I started that, I, I started doing hair professionally around the same time. So for the last two years, I've been working at this Black-owned business. It's called Absolutely You Hair Salon. It's on Rice's Town Road. And um, I do locks there. And everyone there is great. 
And I'm really grateful for the owner who gave me the opportunity. And it was um, it was one of those like see me out like, oh, I love your hair. Who did it? And I was like, well, I did it myself. And she's like, oh, you should come work at my shop. And boom, here we are. <laughs> nice. Nice. OK, I'm, I'm a firm believer in multiple streams of income. Oh, absolutely. Let's, so let's talk about also, you know, my team, we did some research. Women's Artivist. Yes, yes, right? yes. Organization Sister Session Network. Yes, tell, Sister us about, Session. tell us about that. So Sister Sessions is about uh, three and a half, almost four years old. I started Sister Sessions as a platform to bridge gaps between women. What I wanted to do was I know all kinds of women who are successful, and then I know all kinds of women just in the streets dragging. And I'm like, how do I have connections to both of these people but they don't connect so i wanted to create this platform to bring all these people together provide a platform for female businesses vendors entrepreneurs artists whatever you do if you're a woman and you're in art and business this is the platform for you so it's been great um we've had all kinds of amazing artists featured over the last few years um we one of our our biggest event got canceled this march because of covid it was going to be like our anniversary but We've been definitely doing things throughout the summer, small things to just kind of keep the, the momentum going. But the mission with Sister Sessions and why I call myself an activist is because, um, you know, activist is kind of overused. And it's like, I know what I do. I know I use my art and my art is, is how I'm going to get my voice heard. It's how I'm going to create changes, how I'm going to push the, the pendulum, for lack of better words. So, um I, I call it an artivist and I, I say women's artivist because I don't identify as a feminist. Um, I um, I genuinely, I love men and I, and I never want to appear anti-men. This is just a mission to like focus women on working together, being collaborative, and it just cuts out the distractions of men. Absolutely. Okay. I, I like that. And that's a good, that's a good segue. Uh, that's a good segue. So, um, you know, I, I would like to hear some of uh, some of your spoken word. Okay. Um, in mind, right? So again, folks that's watching, just tuning in, um, we have on Living the Rich Life uh, talk show, we have Keish Lioness. And we're going to figure out and ask her how she came up with that name. But without further ado, she's going she's gonna to spit something for us, right? Is that the right terminology? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to spit something for y'all. Okay. Um, so... Um, perfect segue. This poem is called Wake Up Woman. Wake and this poem woman. is dedicated to all women, but especially my black sisters. Wake up, woman. Chin up. Lift the shame. It's time we shift the blame. You better listen for your name. Because our mothers are crying and our brothers, they dying. We breaking chains. Are you trying to change? It's like the tops no longer out of range. That glass ceiling is shattered and we plan for this rain. Scattered veins show the scattered pain of my indisciplined man left slain. My succulents stripped plain. When I was captured, trained, put in a master's reign, given a baby with a bastard's name. And now our forces forced to plan the change so they gave us manufactured brains. Left us drained and stained with hate then fed us Jesus name for pain and hope that we'd stay broken, focused. Broken women make spoken women. 
You got a story, tell it to me. Tell me how he left her just to leave you both so lonely or how mommy wasn't prepped so queen and you wasn't the glory. You hardly heard I love you. He never made it real. These kids are so ungrateful. Trust me, I know how you feel. Well, let me heal the gory. See, we can rewrite his story and we can sell him back their dreams when we scream celebratory and we spark out LNC that we no longer feeling sorry. It's like your back hurt, your feet hurt, your soul is tired. I know you tired. You dying nine to five just to keep the hope alive. Behaving little hamsters, puppets stuck like the rope still tied. How you slaving for a master and still got to hustle to survive? I told you why, because the rope's still tied and they don't want to let you fly. So you fly, Simone, the pool's full of sharks. So you dive, Simone, the weight is heavy, launch it, Shelly. We are ready, unleash your power. We can't be proud to look at us. In our broken 20s, in this broken country, paid for with stolen pennies, trading our freedom for blood and broken promises with democracy. And ironically, after we stood at them same podiums that we were once sold, came back and swept them for golds and told them Black Lives Matter. It's like broken women make spoken women, and we the true medalists, you see. That's why they travel across the that's why they travel across the seas to get the finest fleet of queens, and now they eyeing me, they trying me. Don't comply, compete superior genetically let's run this town collectively we've been taking names from these lanes for decades see and finally we got the time to beat this the time to be elite we can't retreat except defeat we beat the streets our feet were bare competing heaps the hurdles leaked the pains are screen our brains are red the lips are sweet the acid treat the thighs are thick the knowledge power over eat now we the ones they trying to be so be complete and play for keeps and tell your rider take a seat and let them see you cry because there's reward in your weep. Be restored in your reap. They ignore and snore. You floor it to the throne is seized. And keep your head up. Go get fed up. We know we've been misled. We bled, but we the thoroughbred. So get up. Wake up, woman. <laughs> That's <Yes>. that piece. <laughs> yes. And I already know my, my, my producer, Monty, he probably put some hand clapping behind that too. He did, <laughs> I already know. I, I already know. So that, that was, that was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. That's one of my favorite poems. That was amazing. And I, I think the key words that I heard in there too was um, a broken woman is a spoken woman. That's right. That's, that's a, that's a model of yours. Absolutely. That's, my, that's actually my motto. Um, that's like, that's actually my motto. Broken women make spoken women. And I genuinely believe that you have, there's a testament and there's someone that can learn from your story. So in healing, you have to be willing to share. So. Absolutely. Because that's really what we're about here in Living a Rich Life is informing and inspiring each other to, to, to be the best that they can be. Um, yes. What have you learned so far about being the mastermind, the host, and the many other roles and talents that helps you keep going, um, you know, day by day? Um, I would say faster alone and farther together. That is what I've learned. Um, I, I, I believe I can do anything and I have shown and surprised and impressed myself a lot in life. But um, the one thing I've learned about the mate, the biggest thing I've learned about all of this stuff is that if you surround yourself with good people, who are driven and motivated, whether they have the same dream as you, they can have their own dreams, but they're all just kind of driven, then um, you're going to be successful. And so the poetry party, we're a team now. Like I started the poetry party by myself and I ran it for like a smooth 10 months. But um, in the midst of that, people have just kind of 
fallen into the team. I never had to select anybody. They just kind of fell in and assumed this responsibility. And it's been amazing. And so um, all of us are just kind of working together and growing together and supporting and pushing each other, pushing each other's art, pushing. And then again, and then one day a week on Wednesday, we just like all come together and make this magic happen. So um, that and, and, and even over the summer, especially through COVID, you know, times when we had to stream the open mic on Zoom or on Instagram Live, when, you know, they were just showing up and just putting in and not just showing up, but putting in. And so that's what I'll say. Like, people will pour into you if you surround yourself with the right people, though. And then you'll you'll pour back into them and it'll just be a constant flow. You know what I mean? So that that's what I've learned the most is that you can't you can't get far by yourself. You can you get, might get there fast, but you won't you won't get far. Uh, absolutely. So what what's that saying? Uh, what, what what's that saying? Faster alone. Faster alone, farther together. Yes. Together. Yeah, yeah. I used to say, if you want to get somewhere quickly, you you go there alone. But if you want to go mm -hmm. further, you go with a group. So absolutely, okay, and that that makes sense. So you you mentioned the quarantine. You mentioned COVID. How did you handle the initial idea of quarantine? And um. What has shifted in your life drastically because of it? So everything, when COVID first came, it was right around the same time that Kobe Bryant died. And I remember seeing like Kobe Bryant die and then a little teeny article about coronavirus, like in the news. Mm -hmm. And that, and then the very next week we had the biggest poetry party. It was so lit. Oh my gosh. It was like the biggest one we ever had. And then the very next week we had to shut down. So in my mind, you know, we're going up, you know what I mean? Where things are being like, and then boom, COVID hits. I'm also a full-time daycare provider. Well, I used to be a full-time childcare provider pre-COVID. So my business has been shut down because I'm a full-time entrepreneur. So I've been doing daycare for eight years and then it gets shut down. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, all right, no daycare business. All the restaurants are closed, so we can't stream out of Noir. We can't go to Noir. We can't do anything. Um, everything just changed. COVID just kind of came through and just turned my world like in a 180. So we had, I had to think, and I had to think quick. So immediately we decided we were going to stream online. We were actually the very first open mic to stream online. So and any open mic will tell you that the poetry party did it first. But it was really cool because it allowed us to be pioneers. And the, into like latest groundwork and then for like five months we had all these open mics you know streaming online and they fell in and we were able to network and connect with people all over the world which right. is something we wouldn't have done if COVID hadn't hit so now we the poetry party has fans in Texas Jersey Philly like Cali like London Africa like we have followers from all over the world people who tune in on our live stream from all over the world and so even though it hit us by us continuing to keep moving and continuing to just like put one foot in front of the other, all the benefits just kind of fell in. And like I said, um, now that we're back open and we're at the garage, we probably had a good 15 artists fly in from different places throughout the weeks to come and be at the poetry party that they started following online some, some months ago. So it's, it was tough initially, but um, it's working for us now. It's working for us now. And now we're able to stream on a bigger platform. You know, we have a really dope production team that works with us to help us make it possible. But um, it's amazing. It turned me into an executive producer. Like I wasn't an executive producer before. I was just the host of the, of the poetry party. Now I'm the, 
executive producer. It's crazy. I think I lost you. <laughs> Are you there? Yep, he did fall off. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, wait, did he leave? <laughs> well, continue with your thought. I'll I'll hold in uh in I space. was done. I was basically done. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm very intrigued about these poetry parties. So um, oh, you gotta come. I, I do. I wanna come. So uh, how can we find them? So the poetry party is every Wednesday um at the garage. Um, our Instagram has our information at the poetry party, but we're also Googleable. That's also great news. So um, you can Google us. You can Google the poetry party. Our business page will pull up and get tickets. You can donate. You can sponsor because we are in desperate, desperate need of sponsors. But it's all right there. Okay. So is there? A, give us some names of some people that have actually done it already. Have already been a part of the poetry yeah. party? Oh man, I don't know what names y'all know, but I'll hear. I'll name my team because my team is like the ones that help put it on. So first and foremost, we got Katira Love. Katira Love is a three-time Apollo winner, and she's a vocalist. She is amazing, like so good. Um, she's like my right hand. She also hosts sister sessions with me. But um, so she's like she's on the team. We also have Nate Variety. Nate Variety is from Detroit. Um, he is a vocalist and rapper and poet, I guess. He does, and he's also a tech guy, video guy. His name is Nate Variety for a reason because he can pretty much do anything. Then we have Frank Expression. Frank Expression is a, he plays the trumpet. So I guess that makes him an instrumentalist. And he also is a poet. Um, super, super dope. My DJ, amazing. He's actually featuring at night, okay. um, DJ Focus. So I'm excited about that. And of course, D Chase. Got to shout out D Chase because oh, yeah, you know he's that brought it all together. I know that one. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to shout out D Chase. Got to shout out D Chase. And he actually has performed at the poetry party. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> all right. I knew my guy, Monty. I apologize. A little technical. Oh, Keish, I got to tell you, Monty. Thank you very much. You're Monty, again, he is the magician. <laughs> Normally, again, so pre-COVID, I know you was giving your story. We would be in the station. Right. And I just sit back and relax. But now yeah. I got to be a little technical savvy. So I understand. <laughs> appreciate Monty came through it as always. It's not his first time coming through and saving the day, keeping it going. So, yes, yeah, yes. Me. Where did we leave off, Monty? We'll pick up from there. That's how we do with team. I was just asking a question. I asked her about um, who has been on the poetry party. But, you know, we on the same we on the same <laughs> In the same page so because because again at the same time you have something called the um the, uh, the fire pit survey yes right yes. so that kind of goes hand in hand right because there's a yes. couple of other artists that was on there do, do you have a favorite um do i have a favorite and i would be honest if i did i honestly i'm kind of biased but i would have to say lita lachey um lita lachey was the singer oh. uh she, Yes. She is a problem. Like she don't she don't belong here. Like she belongs out there. But yeah, she, I would say she is my favorite. But um aside from Lita, if I had to pick a poet, I would really say 
that JJ he he did really get he he did really great. JJ loves to teach. He did really great. And Chakra, Black Chakra always does amazing, but he's not allowed to compete because technically he's a part of our poetry party family. Right. Okay. So. Okay. Yes. Uh um the, the young lady, she was uh what's her name again? Lita Lachey. Lita Lachey, yes, because she, she got me listening to Jasmine Sullivan again. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, indeed. I said. So what made you create that fire print survey? Was that just to tell us about so that? It wasn't even my idea. We talked about teams. Um, the fire pit itself was the idea of Katira and uh, Frank. I believe it was Katira's idea and they worked together and he brought it to me. And I was like, hey, it sounds good. Let's try it out. So we tried it out. Um, Frank is like the survey guy. So he was like, well, let's do a survey and we'll allow people to vote on who they think was the hottest. And that could be the feature for the future fire pit so we're gonna do the fire pit once a month and um we just allow people to come spit their hottest joints and we and let the crowd vote because again what that does is it takes like that favoritism out it takes that oh you gotta be friends you gotta be cool you got like nope the crowd votes then whoever they say is the, the hottest then you can come back next month and feature for us so um it was katira's idea and i'm just again grateful for the team okay okay so Let's make sure folks know how to get a hold of you. Um, so if you can share your social media information. Yes, yes, yes. So my personal social media is the Lotus Lioness, or you could type in Keish the Lioness. Either one will bring you to my page, and that's Keish, K-I-S-H-E, Keish the Lioness. Um, you can follow the Poetry Party, literally at the Poetry Party Baltimore on all social media platforms. And, and as I was saying to your uh, wonderful producer, you can also Google us. So if you're not on Instagram or if you forget, just type the Poetry Party in your Google search bar and our website, our business page, our social media, our Instagram, everything's going to pop up for you. Okay. Now, you guys, because you guys stream live. Yes. Right, right. Now, so again, I, I've, I've never heard that been done before so that's that's amazing congratulations on doing that um it's something here at be exposed radio that i've, I've put it in in Monty's ear um that we you know as we move forward because like i said i just had an event or maybe you know trying to do some of that stuff so yeah. you know yeah, we yeah. got like a suggestion box and and my suggestion box is just to send Monty a, a note or something <laughs> Okay. 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 Well, let, listen, I, I think it's a great opportunity. People live, live entertainment is like where we're at right now. And there's so many people who still aren't ready to come out to events, but still want to enjoy the show and, and they watch and they tune in. Right. Ab absolutely. Ab absolutely. I, I, I agree. 110%. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So let's, let's keep this going. Let's lighten it up a little bit. I got a game um, that I normally play. It's called either or. Okay. And um, I always like to ask these types of questions when it comes to certain areas, certain industries. So I think entertainment is one of those good ones. Okay. So first and foremost, email or a regular, uh, a regular letter? Email. E <laughs> <laughs> email. Email, okay. Hey, you hey, said Monty. text, you'd have had me, but over a regular letter? Email. Well, there's, there's, there's something for text. Monty, what's, what's your choice, email or a regular letter? Email. Email, mm -hmm. okay. All right, I, I probably I'm a germaphobe, so I don't want to touch anything that you've touched. <laughs> <laughs> like me. All right, I got one for you, Keish. 
phone call or text message? Call me. Wait, hold up. It depends. It depends. Because I'm still old school. Like, I want to have a conversation. I'll talk to you. I'll. But if you just got to ask me a quick question or you just want to say what's up, you could send me a text. Like, that's cool. You could send me a text. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm the same with that. Yes. Because it depends on the conversation. If it's you you talk, asking me what am I doing, you can text me. You can text me. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all, Netflix or the movie theater. Is this is this pre-COVID? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, that's 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 why I asked it. That's why I asked. Yeah. Um pre-COVID. I'm gonna go Netflix. I'm gonna go Netflix. Even even uh, even pre-COVID? Yeah, because one, I can smoke. I can I can, cook, uh-huh. I can eat and drink and not have to spend one hundred and fifty dollars, and I I can I, I'm good. I can change the movie if I don't like it. I can uh-huh. yeah. I'm gonna go Netflix. Okay, I think we'll all probably agree. <laughs> COVID and or after COVID is gonna be Netflix because uh, you know movie theaters ain't. Good. You just don't look at stuff the same anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and it, right. it also depends on the movie. Text. Okay. Okay. Because if That's it got true. mad effects and it's like 3D a- and all that kind of stuff, then you want to go to the movies and see it with the 3D glasses. Thanks. But if it's not, I can wait. I can That's wait. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> there y'all go. That's the end of that game. <laughs> uh, all right. So let me let me ask you, what's your greatest accomplishment that not many people know about that makes you really proud? Oh, wow. Um... So the added layers adds extra layers to the question. Um, Naturally, I would say my greatest accomplishment would be like, you know, being a mom and, you know, navigating life every day as a single mom. But everybody knows that. Um, So I would probably now. Huh? I know that now. I know that based on the research. But probably that I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, all right. Well, then, I mean, honestly, I do feel like navigating life as a single mom and an entrepreneur is probably one of my greatest accomplishments that makes me the most proud because um, I've worked in retail. I've had bosses. I've had all these things and had kids. But and so I know what that's like and I know how much I put into work and missed out on family. But now, even though the money is different and the, uh, the income and all that, you know, I'm not, all that's different. It's just worth it because I feel like I live a more rich life, honestly, because I just, I do it and it's not easy. And people don't know what it takes on a day-to-day basis to even be able to have this Zoom call and still have four kids in my house that are waiting on dinner right now. You know what I mean? So I think being able to navigate and to do what I love, being able to do art, make a lane for myself and still be a a active parent is probably my, my biggest accomplishment. And that, and and the, and the kids probably inspire you, right? Oh, absolutely. 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 Okay. So, so let's talk about, cause I know Wednesdays, are that's when you, you you stream live that's when mm-hmm. poetry party is, is happening right yeah um and so how does that tell folks how they can be a part of the poetry party yes yeah, so if you want to come 
if you want to be a part, there's two ways you can be a part, a part of, there's a couple ways, but you can be there in person or you can watch the live stream. So um, on our Instagram, there's a link in our bio and it takes you to our link tree and then it has all the options. So you can get tickets to a show to come in person. You is highly recommended. You get them in advance. Um, you, or you can subscribe to our YouTube and get, excuse me, get notifications and tune in live. You can comment in the chats and engage. We usually have somebody like kind of just in a chat. So, you know, you feel like you're still a part of it. And then we all kind of share, um, and read over that those comments and those people who are kind of engaging us as well um but it's really cool so and then we usually leave the stream up for 24 hours for everyone to kind of enjoy then we'll take it down and then what we do as a lot of people don't know is that we edit it chop it up and repost um the i'll say i don't want to say the best ones but the performances that are kind of like um smooth they didn't have too many like cuts or errors or anything like that like we can make it look good then we'll repost it onto our uh our page. so it just kind of gives people that opportunity to keep keep seeing the art and keep keep appreciating it i will i will say it they put it on there they put the best ones on there because <laughs> i i checked it out because I, <laughs> <laughs> I was there last week yes just to be clear right i i i made it there and um yes they put the best ones there and I actually, uh, um, I was actually in there. I could saw, I saw, I saw myself. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, yes, indeedy. So I, I keep it one hundred. I keep it one hundred. All right. So let's keep it going. So where, okay. where do you see poetry, right? Because first, movie. What's your favorite movie? Um, geez, I got a couple favorite. It's somewhere between like Love and Basketball and Indian in the Cupboard. Oh, okay. So I, I wasn't expecting that, but I know. Um, Love and Basketball, excellent movie. Of course, you've seen Love Jones, though, right? Yes, Love, Love Jones. Okay. <laughs> Tell me what you think about Love Jones, right? Because, you know, I'm, I'm thinking the spoken word. And, yeah. You know. Love Jones kind of inspired the Poetry Party in the beginning, um, especially when we, uh, when we very first started. We didn't have a DJ. We didn't have... Um, a whole lot of hip hop or rap artists. We kind of just really stuck with um, that that vibe, and it worked for us, especially because we were in a smaller location. It was real intimate, um, and it and it worked for where we were. Um, but as it as the poetry party grew, it was like, ah, I want to do this. I want to do that. So then we were allowing hip hop with no music. So you got to spit acapella if you got here, and it just kept evolving. So now we're here, and we're welcoming all different kinds of art, but um, that's not to say that we won't have like a love jones night or a mm -hmm. night kind of like geared towards like r&b and love and poetry because i definitely enjoy that vibe right 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 okay okay what's your go-to comfort food or drink that you look forward to that makes you really makes you feel you know really good after celebrating a, a good day yes so i love crabs um <laughs> Crabs are like, right. that's like that. That's like my thing. So if I could get some good crabs or some good crab cakes, um, that's probably like my go-to comfort food. Anything else goes to comfort. I'm cooking myself. And yeah, that's probably a nice piece of salmon. Um, and some mac and cheese. Um, <laughs> oh, oh and as far as drinks go, I honestly, I'm a sucker for a nice glass of red wine. Um, a little sweet, a little bitter, not too much either way. 
Um, and, and I'm good to go. Like I usually have one after every poetry party. So Okay. Okay. Let me, let me ask you this question. Cause again, I've, I've heard all different types of, of poetry and, and poems, you know, from back in school, you know, you got your haiku poems and, mm-hmm. and you got some erotic type poems. Is there anything off limits from your perspective? Like that I just don't do? Yes. I don't slam. Uh, so I don't slam. I've so had a lot of people ask me to slam, but I just won't do it. Um, I don't know if it's off awesome. Keish, for those that don't know what that is, because I'm no expert, okay, yes. but please let them, let them know. So I, slamming I, is basically competitive poetry. It's, um, and it depends on who's, who's explaining it. They might explain it differently. But um, with slamming, it's like you show up, you have these restrictions that you have to stay in. So it'll be a time limit. You might have certain topics you can or can't discuss, whatever. They'll have these restrictions. You spit your piece and then it's judged by judges. And then depending on your score will determine if you advance to the next round or win the slam. Me personally, I don't write my poetry to be judged by judges. Granted, I do know every time you get on a, on a platform, that's what happens. People are judging, but I'm not asking you for your uh, response or your feedback or for you to tell me on your scale, whether you think it's a one to 10 or not. So I just don't write like that. If I wrote like that, um, then I would slam, but I don't, I write for healing. Like God forbid I write a whole piece about pouring my heart out and someone's like seven. Like, what do you mean? Seven. That's my truth. So I just, I don't slam. But, um, if I ever did, I would specifically write for the slam. Okay. I would never put any of my, my poems on the chopping block. That, gotcha. Question. Is that something that might have a version from the poetry party? Actually, yes. Um, so Black Chakra, if you you probably remember from last week, was amazing. He is a national Grand Slam champion. Like he's pretty much won any slam I could think of. And so we are working together in 2021 to bring a slam to the poetry party that he will work with alongside with us because it's not my lane. And again, I respect people and what they do. So we'll be working together on bringing that. But um, that's kind of like in the works right now. Ah, okay, okay. Well, I, I look forward to that. So we oh, that's gonna be that's forward. gonna be amazing. I'll be right there with the car, hold, hold judging them. <laughs> well, uh, I'll put my plug in. Maybe I can be a guest judge. You know, not a bad. Let me let me hold on. I got you. There, there, there you go. There you go. All right. So, so let me ask you. So, do you have any? You know, because. Again, when I think of poetry, I, I think of Nikki Giovanni. I think of Maya Angelou. Uh, do you have a favorite um, in terms of, again, when you talk about healing, different poets that you really uh, that really inspired you outside of the ones that you mentioned already? Honestly, my most inspirational poet is Tupac. Um, mm-hmm. Tupac showed me that I could write any kind of way that I wanted. Like it didn't, it could be barzy, it could be poetic, it could be um, figurative, it could be point blank period. Like it doesn't have to rhyme, but it does rhyme like you wanted to. Um, Yeah, Tupac just showed me like there was no rules to it. So while I have all the respect in the world for the Nikki Giovanni's, my Angelo, Langston Hughes, all faves, 
I always say whenever and someone asks me who my favorite poet is, that it was Tupac, because I know for a fact that's what I was reading and listening to when I was developing who I was becoming as a poet. That's that's interesting. Most of the folks I do have conversations, they they see Tupac as a poet versus a rapper. That's right. Because yeah, that's that's powerful. Yeah, it's uh, powerful. Uh, who who supports you with encouragement the most in your life? And would you like to take a time, this opportunity to give them a, a shout out? Oh, absolutely. I think first and foremost, um, I definitely like to shout out my team because um, they are like relentless. I have my days and they just come and pull through, pull me up out of any ruts I'm in. They, they keep me focused and they make everything that I'm doing worth it. Um, so I definitely got to shout out the team, you know, Patera, Nate, Frank, Focus, I appreciate y'all. Shout out to DJ Chase, of course. Um, but also, I'd like to do a special shout out to uh, Big Fred. I don't know if you know Big Fred, but he... Um, comedian? He the comedian, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so positive. You know, we I've met him at the beginning of this year, and we've been friends um, throughout the months, just kind of getting to know each other. But watching him grow through the things that he does, and he's just been like, it's just like a positive affirmation almost always every time I see him. So I'm very grateful for him. He's the one who connected me with D-Chase to bring the poetry party at the garage. So shout out to him and um, just, you know, all the positive and dope things that he's got going on. Um, my kids, my, I have a son, he's 13. He is probably my biggest supporter. Like, he he just got me. Like, he just got me. He walk around here like the man in the house right now, but he got me, like, and it's not even, like, OD too much. But it's like just enough to let me know that if I need anything, he got it. So I would, and he's and he's so emotionally supportive too. So um, I would probably have to go with that. That's like been my reality for right. twenty twenty. Is that that squad right there? Nice, nice. Um, what do you see your legacy and personal impact leaving on the world from your efforts? What do you see as your legacy? That is such a great question. Um, the one thing I know I want to do is leave a legacy. And I say that all the time. So what I want it to be is I want people to remember me as like, uh, yeah, that was key. You know, she do anything for you. She get clothes off her bed, blah, blah, blah. But like, I, like, I never want to stop like trying. Um, I never want to stop creating. I never want to stop, uh, building or paving my own way if that makes sense i never want to get complacent so i want my legacy to be like a, a trail of greatness that kind of never stops that kind of lives on through my kids and their kids i want to create businesses that they can have and continue to grow and manifest like i just want um the greatness that i i i, I build to continue like for years and years and years people to be like yo Back in 2020, Keish started the poetry party. It was just this, such, such, such. But now it's just, it just doesn't stop. So that's what I want. My legacy could be anything. I want it to be never ending. I don't know if that's possible, but, you know, people want to talk about Michael Jackson for a long time. I'm just saying. Right, right. Facts. <laughs> that's, that's, that is definitely, that's definitely facts. Yeah. Um, what guidance would you share with those interested in getting into this field of, of poetry and, you know, I, I call it entertainment as well. Um, what, you know, tell us, tell us what guidance would you share for someone trying to get into this, this realm? 
I would just say the best thing to, to be mindful of is where your heart is. Because if you attempt to do art for the wrong reasons, it's not going to work. Art is not something that's held at a high esteem in the world. And even the artists who are all most times aren't doing the best art. So they're held for different reasons. So you have to have passion. You have to care about what you want or what you, what it is that you do. And you have to have a goal and a plan to just do art aimlessly. It's cool. That just makes it a hobby. But if you really wanted to be a part of the inner, the entertainment business, which is what it is, you want to be, if you want your poetry or your art to be a part of the entertainment business, you got to believe in it. You got to never, never stop. But you also just have to, you got to be willing to take criticism. Absolutely have to be willing to take criticism and always be willing to grow. No, you don't know everything. You don't know everything. You might think you're the best at what you do, but it's always going to be somebody better. So be willing to listen, be willing to grow and work together with other people, collaborate. Um, A lot of times we have this me first instant gratification attitude and it holds us back. It holds us back. So um, you could be the dopest artist in the world and wonder why no one wants to work with you. So facts. That, that, yeah. that is facts. That is facts. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably, that would be my advice. Okay. One, one of the, the major questions that I ask um, just about all my guests, and that would be, what does living a rich life mean to you? So living a rich life means to me um, being happy first. Um, before any physical things or monetary things like if you wake up in the morning and you're happy like you don't gotta be happy go lucky but you're happy with yourself and where you are or just where you're going um i think that's the beginning of it living a rich life means having the things that you need um and not necessarily going without those so you can have what you need right now, but then next week not because you mismanage your money or mismanage your resources or mismanage your responsibilities. But living a rich life means that you got it. You're figuring it out. And every week you got what you need. Um, it's gas in the car. It's food on the table. Like it's like you really, and the bills are paid. You might even got time to get you a nice little drink, whatever it is as far as your physical things. But it's like the consistency of knowing like you're figuring it out and you're, you got it. Um, I don't think, of course, we think of rich, we think of tons of money, tons of money. But if you do things right and you live within your means and you you sow good seeds and you're a good person, then I think that you will live a rich life, period. Like, I think that you'll feel like the people with the, that, like you think the people with the money feel because you don't even know how they feel. So that's what I think living a rich life means. Okay. Well, we, we appreciate you sharing that. So again, folks, if you you're just tuned in, we have Keish, the lioness, the uh, creator, executive producer of the Poetry Party. Um, it's streaming live tonight. It streams on Wednesdays. Um, by all means, you can check out the bio and, and click the link and get your ticket if you haven't gotten it already. Still a little um, bit of time. Still a little bit of time. Exactly. And So what time does it start? So the doors open at seven. So when I'm done with you, I'm going to shoot down there. Doors open at seven. The show starts at eight. And um, we're going to we're going to rock till about 10, 1030 tonight. OK, so so there you have it. Uh, so, Keish, I, I want to thank you. I'm, I'm going to probably make my way down there tonight. Oh, um, OK, great. Um, it'd, be, it'd be good to, to see you again and see some of the performances. Um, so so there you have it, folks. Um, we have Keish the Linus. 
you want to go down and, and check out the poetry party. I see great things uh, coming. And just remember, you, you, you saw it here right on Be Exposed Radio. Um, this is what we do, living a rich life. We inspire, we inform, we remind each other to live a rich life. And um, thank you for joining us, Keish. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And um, just continue to, to do great things. I see that happening and uh, continue to be inspired to live a rich life. So I will. I will. Thank you. And you do the same. All righty. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. Peace. All right. So there you have it, folks. Uh, um, once again, Be Exposed Radio here on Living a Rich Life. We, we, we're doing what we do. We're, we're, we're informing. We're inspiring each other and reminding them. To, to live a rich life, be the best you can be. People can change and um, just make sure that you're changing in, in, in a positive way. So until next week, um, I want to say happy Thanksgiving. Um, again, thank you to all my guests that came out Saturday. Um, again, in this uh, COVID time, um, the event was amazing. Your presence, a couple of um, uh, organizations received some donations from Living a Rich Life. And um, it was just a great experience. So stay tuned for more of Living a Rich Life here on BeExposedRadio.com. See you next week. Until then, stay safe and continue once again to be inspired to live a rich life. I'm your host, Rich James. Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Good night.